0: It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show, broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. God, is again?
1: Oh,
0: John, boom. Swings it out to Sadiq Faye. It's Benny the call. To Abdul Rahman at midcourt, extra pass, and it goes for the win. The three the give. Yeah, Walker! Getting Walker! Touchdown! Swain. Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, ends up! Yes. Caught! Touchdown Detroit to Martin!
2: They did it! I'm in brought brown the receiving end!
1: Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes
2: and that ball's out of here!
1: A grand slam from young Cabrera! He's got two goals! Barkin in on the scores! His first career hat-trick in his seventh
0: season! Here's
1: your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here, X's and Bro's on the Michigan Sports and Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. All across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and Worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And, of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21000 Sports Radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter Guest Line 866-838-4843. 866-838-4843. 866-838-4843 866-838-HUGE. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bro's. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well. On BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website. Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elke is at Ryanel underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. All right, what's going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines
0: big news i have a little news flash let's check the headlines no it's real news for once the biggest stories of the local regional and national news
2: this is huge news
0: caitlin
1: clark has set the all-time women's scoring record for the ncaa in division one she said that uh you all knew i was going to shoot a logo three for the record She now has 3,569 career points, 49 of them against the Michigan Wolverines. Number four, Iowa's game against Michigan. She needed eight points to break the mark. Previously set by Washington's Kelsey Plum. And Clark did so pretty, pretty quick. Two minutes and 12 seconds last night. Uh, Yeah, scored 49 against Michigan. Pretty, pretty incredible there. A career high in Iowa, single game record. Uh, She literally just like did not miss uh, last night. And if uh, just to go to the box score, just for uh, the Iowa 12 and two in conference play, uh, Caitlin Clark in the ballgame, 49 points of 16 of 31 shooting, nine of 18 from the three point line, added five rebounds and 13 assists in the game. Michigan was paced by Jordan Hobbs, who finished with uh, 16. And the, uh, the Queens of Chrysler lose 106 to 89 to Iowa. And it's like, yeah, well, once she graduates, you're going to win that game with ease. You put up 89, you feel really good about things, but not when she's shooting like that. The Detroit Red Wings dropped their second consecutive game in their second straight game on their Western Conference road trip. Uh, they lost to Edmonton two games a game, 8 to 4. Lose last night, late night game against the Canucks from Vancouver, 4 to 1. A lot of red in the stands uh, last night in Vancouver. So that was really cool uh, to see. Police say that the shooting at the chief's parade appears to stem from a dispute. They had three people in custody. An adult who had been detained has been released from custody. We know that much. The two juveniles uh, that are also uh, that were also detained are currently being held in custody uh, while they work with uh, juvenile prosecutors to review and investigate the findings. Now, if the two juveniles are indeed the two perpetrators of the crime uh, that should be life in prison. But I'm tough on crime, like that's that's where you know that's and I, I'd give them I I would have an opt out clause as well, like so if you don't want to do it, you can just opt out of uh, human life here because you know that's uh, you know, save us save us some money on the uh, on the payment plan there. But uh, that that's the way that I approach it. Uh, I don't think you have to be a criminal. I don't know why you're walking around. Uh, with a gun at a parade. Uh, I don't know why that uh, seems to be uh, necessary. But uh, if you do the crime, you will do the time. Uh, the Seahawks are going to let uh, quarterback Geno Smith collect his $12.7 million. It was part of a, an injury is a $12.7 million base salary for next season he becomes fully guaranteed Friday, provided he's still on the roster. That money was guaranteed for the injury only at the time Smith signed his three-year $75 million deal. Last March, Smith is now assured of collecting that $12.7 million, although he isn't necessarily assured of remaining with Seattle next season. They could trade him before March 18th. Smith also has $9.6 million in a roster bonus due on March 18th, as well as a $200,000 workout bonus. The $22.5 million he's set to make in 2024 ranks 18th amongst all quarterbacks, according to uh, Spotrack.com. Now, big news coming out yesterday. It's not really news, it's a rumor that is circulating. And that's why I really haven't said too much about it today. But the rumor that is circulating is that the Detroit Lions have an offer with Amon Ra St. Brown. What's being reported on the internet is 3 years, 75 million 25 million a year. Some people believe that that is too much. I for one do not believe that that is too much because he's made 3 million in change over the course of his 3 year career thus far. So let's round that up to 4 million. So let's take 79 million dollars, right? in total. Is 3.2 we rounded up to 4 and we added that to the reported Offer of potentially three years, $25 million per year. People are like, $75 million. Let's go. Let's round it up. $79 million. Now, let's take that $79 million from the three years he's already played with the three-plus million he's already made. And let's take those three years and add the next three years on his contract. You got Amon Ross St. Brown for $13.1 million, roughly. Actually, a little bit less, but you get my point. That's when anybody talking about this extension is like, oh, it's way too much for a wider. He's like, no, it's not. Look at the full body of work. Add in the money he's already made on his rookie contract, the fact that he's already an all-pro on his rookie contract, and let's take the sum of all of these things, and we got crazy production out of a guy making a, making $3 million and change over the course of three years And now we're going to pay him a large sum of money for three years that then we can come back. If he continues on this terror, we might be able to get him for three more years after that. We could have him for his entire career. But I like the three years here because it gives him a ton of money right here, right now. The salary capital increases, the revenue increases. We know that. So he'll actually cost a little bit less. Sounds like there's a little bit of a discount here. I kind of like it. And I'm factoring in what he has already done from a production standpoint. And to think that you got a player of his quality at $13 million over the course of six years is pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. Uh, the Bears released veteran safety Eddie Jackson and guard Cody Whitehair. Klay uh, Thompson came off the bench for the first time since his rookie season, scored 35 as the Golden State Warriors won 140 to 137. Clay Thompson on the bench is a huge story right now in NBA circles. Danilo Gallinari agreed to play with the Milwaukee Bucks for the rest of the season, according to his agent. Already told you about the Canucks and the Red Wings. LSU has a running back by the name of Trey Holly facing a charge of attempted second-degree murder. Now, the Sheriff Dusty Gates of the Union Parish Sheriff's Office in Farmersville said in a phone interview that Holly turned himself in around noon and is being held on a $512,000 bond. His arrest Thursday is one of three arrests tied to a February 9th shooting in which two people were shot. His career is over. Once again, societal issue. There you have it. But when it's promoted and talked about constantly, when it's shown on television constantly, and our music constantly, our video games constantly. Like this is what you get. Alabama's Kalen DeBoer promotes two assistants uh, from Nick Saban's staff, so look at some nice titles, and I'm sure a little bit of a kicker there as well. And unusual things happening. Fairly Dickerson was playing Long Island University, and Fairly Dickerson got caught in the elevator. Cause a 17-minute delay for them getting to the arena. Tiger Woods dealing with some back spasms. Shot a 72 at the Genesis Invitational. Your leader right now is Patrick Cantley at 7 under par. And we will get Ohio Barlow's buddies tonight, 9 o'clock, against the Toledo Rockets. And then tomorrow at 8 on Fox, Michigan State travels to Chrysler to take on the Michigan Wolverines. It's also All-Star Weekend. We'll step aside. More X's and bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network.
0: It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino.
1: DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's promo code HUGE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Pistons had one last game prior to this weekend's All-Star break as they were on the road to take on the Phoenix Suns on Wednesday. Prior to the game even beginning, Detroit's Isaiah Stewart was in police custody for allegedly punching Drew Eubanks. Devin Booker would get ejected five minutes into the game and the Pistons still lost 116-110. to Now we all know that there are no playoffs in sight for this team. But will someone please explain to me how it is that the head coach, Monty Williams, still can't seem to figure out the difference between what a rotational player is and what a reserve player is? It's infuriating to watch Monty go 10, 11, 12 guys deep every single night. Now for the good news, All-Star Weekend commences tonight with the Rising Stars game, All-Star Saturday night, and then the featured game between the East and West on Sunday in Indy at 8 p.m. on TNT.
0: Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. <laughs>
1: Welcome back here to X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. Appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning. By the way, a familiar face returning to Ann Arbor as it was announced, Michigan football will hire the former linebackers coach, Brian Jean-Marie. He's returning to take on his uh, former position as well as coordinate the run defense, according to 24-7. Now, the 48-year-old did coach this uh, same unit In 2020, under Jim Harbaugh, Sharon Moore was in his final year as the tight ends coach at the time before he went to Tennessee, where he's been the linebackers coach for the last three years. He is the fourth linebackers coach for Michigan in the last 14 months. Remember, George Hilo, who was not retained. Chris Partridge, who was let go in November after uh, he did not follow a university directive not to discuss an ongoing NCAA investigation. His replacement was Rick Minter, the father of Former D.C. Jesse Mincer, who now works under Harbaugh for the L.A. Chargers as a defensive analyst, and uh, the former linebacker at App State, John marie has 24 years of coaching experience, and you may remember him uh, when uh, you know his first two defensive hires were from the NFL, D. Coordinator Wink Martindale, Don Martindale, but they call him Wink, from the Giants, defensive backs coach uh, Steven Agoke out of the uh, Houston Texans also has ties to the program there was some some chatter there too about what was going to happen with the defensive backs coach and you know houston calling him back saying no don't leave so you have mike elston who left on the d line still have to fill that role but the defensive staff kind of coming together john marie was hired by tennessee in 2021 and said this about the michigan crowd i think the university of michigan crowd which is a good crowd and i'm not going to say it's a bad crowd but it's more of a tennis crowd we have more of a gladiator stadium crowd at the University of Tennessee. And people were upset about that. And it's like, I mean, when you got people yelling at you to sit down in front, I mean, what did you expect? Uh, you know, what did you expect people to to think? But uh, he's back. Hopefully it will all go uh, all go swimmingly, all go smoothly. As Sharon Moore continues uh, to build his staff and get things all squared away for what's next. And then, you know, trying to trying to coach in this uh, in this realm is uh is never going to be easy. Is never going to get easy. All right. I I also wanted to get to we had a couple of really nice emails that were sent um you know, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the time right now. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to read them cuz it felt good to actually get people that, you know, decided that they wanted to um you know, take the time uh to send me something, which was nice. Uh, But this one came in from Steve said, I'm on the west side of the state. Listen regularly on my way into work in the morning. I want to tell you how much, how much I appreciate your show and perspective. Barely survived the trip in today with the slush and snow that we're getting. But I wanted to thank you for your comments related to God and faith. I'm a 60 year old something and have seen the challenges and the progressive move towards a self-centered society. It's the nature of man. So it's always been there. It's just more visible with the tools at our disposal, which I thought was a really good comment. Um, Not a gun owner. Don't have a problem with those who have them. I do believe we can control guns at this point is naive. Those who want to secure uh, will regardless of the law. I do agree that penalties need to be balanced and that we should not knee jerk one way or the other for obvious reasons. While I appreciate Uh, The message is this morning, I'm not convinced that a man as a whole has the ability to be good without some standard or point of reference. God provides that. Otherwise, man becomes a god unto himself. We got real deep and philosophical here. And all bets, even the legal ones are off. There will always be people that will behave in a good way. I would agree. But what's the basis of that? Perhaps upbringing or religious faith or uh, the right influences. At the end of the day, even good people do selfish things. Not to the degree of what happened in KC, but simple things like being totally unaware And self-focused, take highway driving, for instance. Yeah, I saw some nasty road rage on my way home last night. Uh, While faith in God will not always change that behavior, it does provide something to reflect against. We have lost a lot of that as a country, but not everywhere, which gives me hope. I do wish more of our athletes, especially at the pro level, would understand the impact that they have in that regard. They are so influential, uh, but they are being told that they are gods as well. So unless they are really grounded, it's a struggle for them. I'm a graduate of the University of Michigan, and I know how hard it was for me 40-odd years ago to be a person of faith that was consist- uh, constantly challenged and sometimes ridiculed, all which make you stronger, right? It does. Anyways, I know I've rambled on a bit here, but I wanted to tell you how proud I am of you to speak to something, uh, to, some, to a sometimes taboo topic. Keep up the good work and go blue. Uh, I really appreciated that email. It was a long one from Steve, but I think the thing that really sticks out to me was at the ending, like a taboo topic. Like, why is that a taboo topic? But it is. He's right. He's right. You know, the minute you, the minute you mention uh, a, a strong conviction and faith, the minute everybody gets, uh, everybody gets worked up, and and that's a, it's not a "how holy art thou" thing either. Trust me, people. I have my fair share of issues. Right. It's it's really not that. But you know, when discussing the idea that it takes a village to raise a child, and even if you didn't want to go the faith-based route, we have become such an individualistic society that where is our village? Where is our community? I got, to, I got to talk to Coach Shane Fairfield last night. He is the Muskegon High School head coach, and he won the NFL National Coach of the Year. So they took him out to the Pro Bowl. They took him out to the Super Bowl. His story is just incredible. Just incredible. And when, he was, when we were talking about it, he, he mentioned he didn't want his guys there in Muskegon. He didn't want his guys to be known as a number. He wanted them to be known as a name. Because he said, you know, a lot of times you're out there on the football field Friday nights, like, oh, at 58, man, he's great. But no, like, no, we want 58 to be out in the community. We want them to know. I'll just use the name uh, Tom, for example. You know, we want them to know Tom. Yeah, you know, we want we want our kids to be out in the community. We want them to be around in local businesses. So when you see Tom, you know that that's Tom and not just number fifty eight. You know who's under that helmet. How much that means to him. And he talked about growing up, um, you know, in a home without a father, and how football was kind of the father to him, and how he feels that responsibility as a coach. And it really does. I mean, it takes a village to raise a child. Like there are there are a lot of socioeconomic uh, impacts. Uh, that, you know, have a direct relation to, you know, people's behavior. But at the end of the day, you know, I really do feel in my heart of hearts that there is a, um, you know, as you erode away our society and we do become more individualistic, we want what we want. We wanted it five minutes ago. And if we can't have our way, we throw a fit. You know, we don't understand anymore uh, the process. Kirk Street was talking about being in the NCAA video game that's coming out. And there's a big stink about that because what about the players getting paid? And Kirk Herbst, she said, I was just happy to be in a video game. We've lost that. We've lost that. I'm really just happy for this opportunity. And it's sad. It's sad. We, we have lost that element in our society. Where, you know, I, I use college sports, for example. But, you know, as, as a person that had, what, eight internships in college, I never got paid for any of them. I was just happy to be there. Because I could put, you know, my experience, and I was going to go in there and try my best, and you know, do anything that I could do, and work a job in between, and I was going to go there, and I was going to meet people, and I was going to network, and I was going to be able to put that logo on my resume that was going to take me to new heights, right? But I was just happy to be there. All in all, uh, Howard Chen, who works for the NBA, we like we still talk regularly. He was the sports director at Fox 36 when I was an intern there, and. Uh, they it was you know they were it was the Peyton Manning cut that meat, cut that meat when he was slicing at the deli. They always used to say that because of my job at the family grocery store. They used to call me the PTB, the part-time butcher. Uh, Brad Fanning's in Kansas City now, and uh, you know, working uh, you know, I think sports radio there, and Adam Meyer still doing TV direction in Ohio. So it's you know, it it was about the connections, right? It's, it's what led me to my newest position, internship. Just happy to be there. Uh, Tom wrote an email. Tom and GR said, Anthony, your segment on a faithless society is so on point. You have our respect and appreciation for expressing your honest opinion. Sports knowledge is you know, pretty darn good, too. He said continued success. Tom, I love you, Tom. Thank you for that. Um, it is a it, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But as you re- continue to remove faith, when you continue to uh, remove communal relationships, uh, you are. I mean, succinctly eroding society from the inside. That's what you're doing. But don't worry. We have a brand new Oculus. We can get on virtual reality and put a headset on. Okay. We'll step aside. We'll talk basketball. With Corey Woods. I'm live next here, X's and bros, Michigan sports network.
0: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with the Winter Escape Giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two Lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the Winter Escape Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. This is X's and Bro's on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Welcome back here to X's and Bro's Michigan Sports Network. That's Ben Glaze and Ryan Elke. I am Anthony Bellino. Join us on the horn right now covering both the Pistons and the Lions over at M Live. Our good man, Corey Woods. Find him on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you call it, at Corey E. Woods. Corey, my man, good morning to you. Rise and shine, partner.
2: How are you? How's life? How are things? Everything is great. How's it going, my good
1: man? Everything is good on this end as well, except for the Pistons' record. Uh, we we will get into that, but first, got I got I to gotta ask you, have you heard, is there any real traction to this story about Amon Ross St. Brown with three years at $25 million per year? Is is this a report that's just floating around the Internet, or, or do you think there's actually something behind this?
2: I haven't heard anything about that from any tangible source. So... Um, I'll just guess right now, I would just say take that with a grain of salt. It's, I'm not going to say it's not true. It's just that I have not heard it from any of my back channels.
1: And when Corey says a grain of salt, I'm talking Salt Bay. I need the whole hand. I need the, I need the good form <laughs> up there. We're salt, man, baby. That's what we need. Okay, because at three years, $25 million a year, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that no, at no, all. No, be a,
2: For his production, that would be a great number.
1: That would be a great number. And what I did was some really like um, bass backwards math. You see what I did there? And what I did was <laughs> I took his three years in his career earnings to this point, plus his production, and, and then added that to the three-year potential rumored extension, combined all the money and said, look, six years at roughly $13 million a year for this guy? Are you kidding me? I'd take that all day, seven days a week. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Now, let's get to this uh, break, the the big news that happened in Phoenix. I like the headline, Beef Stew Behind Bars. What do we know? What actually happened with Isaiah Stewart and Drew Eubanks?
2: Well, from everything that I've been hearing, you know, from all the reports that are out there, I guess two hours before tip, a couple hours before tip-off at the Footprint Center in Phoenix where the Suns play, somehow Isaiah Stewart and um, Eubanks got – Chest to chest in the back tunnel area, and it resulted in from Eubanks account. It resulted in Isaiah Stewart sucker punching him and drawing a little bit of blood. Apparently, he he said that it wasn't a uh, wasn't a it, w- it was a soft punch, and I guess we're going there's video evidence that uh, that proves it. I, I'm pretty sure at some point somebody's gonna leak that video.
1: I'm going to need it. If we saw Draymond Green punch a teammate in practice, we absolutely need to see. And here's my thing. If you're Drew Eubanks, when you see raging bull beef stew chasing after LeBron James going rogue running around the arena, like it it seems like he's the last person that's one of those, oh, hold me back kind of guys. Like he's actually about that action boss. Like it seems to me that's not the guy you kind of want to, you know, go chest to chest with.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, even on top of that uh, LeBron James incident, there was an incident where him and uh, Draymond Green got chest to chest in the game. And, you know, you ever played Mortal Kombat? It was like he did the get-over-here-scorpion to, to Draymond Green. And then I, I don't know how much you follow Gilbert Arenas, but Gilbert Arenas told a story about where he was about to run away from, from, from uh, Isaiah Stewart over some things that he said about him. So it's, he's, he's, um, he's built a reputation as a guy that other players do not want to bleep with.
1: And you know what? Thank you for bleeping that, by the way. That's good. I don't know what kind of equipment you got over there, but that was solid. Now, the... (laughs) I like what Isaiah Stewart can add to this team. And I think that we, we have seen that he is a high energy guy. I don't know what this idea was that they were going to turn him into some like prolific three point shooting stretch for, I don't know if those attempts need to be more than for a game, but it's not like you're going to put a cap If the guys feeling it and shooting it. And then he's, you know, short corner extended, you know, however the lineup is at that moment, I think he really adds value to this team. And I think that with this contract, they saw the same. However, For me, the biggest question I've had for Monty Williams is that when you draft the Sar Thompson from day one, and I tweet about this every single game, Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, Asar Thompson, Jalen Duren, and then if you wanted to play bogey, great. If you wanted to bring bogey off the bench, that was fine. If you wanted to play beef stew there, that's okay. Now it's Simone Fontecchio, my guy. They had to go to my motherland to find somebody to fill it up a little bit. We'll get to him a little bit later on. But I I really think that beef stew, you play those core four and you get them all 30 minutes a night and then beef stew is that high energy sort of like glue guy, if you will, that comes off the bench in a support role that gives you 20 a night. For me on the outside, that looks like. Like that's the role that he should be worked
2: into. Absolutely, I think the stretch for experiment with Isaiah Stewart just let's just be real. It has not worked to the way that they thought. I believe that Isaiah Stewart is best when he's playing, guess you could say, no more than fifteen feet away from the basket. He's a bully ball kind of guy. He's able to go down in the post, boxes and elbows. You know, get his get his low post game going on. I don't really like. I don't think that the I mean, trying to convert him to the stretch four has been ideal. I think having him somewhere maybe in a backup reserve role that would be the best fit for him, especially with the way that Monty Williams' rosters are built. Big. Monty Williams' teams are big on three point shooting, and I believe that's also why they've the the Pistons value three point shooting at the deadline and got some guys out of here that wasn't producing. But yeah, I think a backup center role to uh, to Duran that will probably be a, a more ideal role for Isaiah Stewart moving forward and I think you're, you're going to see that just off of the way that they're playing right now if you see the way they're getting up and down the court and the way the offense is flowing they haven't been able to close our game but you're starting to see promise of, of what a Monty Williams um, team looks like
0: You know, hey, Corey, if we
1: go back like a month ago Danilo Gallinari and, and Mike Muscala uh, were brought in from Washington Gallinari, uh, Gallinari since waived. Now he's going to be with Milwaukee, according to the reports this morning, in exchange for uh, Marvin Bagley III and Isaiah Livers and two second-round draft picks. The second-round picks I'm not too bent out of shape about because we get like one, I haven't gone in and done the research, but I don't know how many second-round picks become all-stars, and I don't know what the percentage of that uh, become Hall of Favors. Obviously, Nicole Jokic being drafted during a Taco Bell commercial is the one thing that we can point to and say, hey, wait a minute, now there's a second rounder that's a Hall of Famer. Not to say that they're not valuable, but they're more or less just pieces you package together to kind of move around, right? They're just an, an, an asset to have. When that move was made, it seemed like it kind of, I don't know, opened some things up for this team. And then they went out and got Malachi Flynn, Quentin Grimes, Ryan Archie, Diacono, who was waived, Evan Fournier, and some considerations from New York for Boyan and for Alec Burks. Now, I didn't think, I thought that they should have probably been able to get that first back, but, you know, Boyan's age, okay, they didn't do it. When you looked at those deals, sure, there wasn't a name in there that was going to change the landscape of the NBA. And wow, the Pistons are an immediate player. But what did you make of those particular moves on the surface?
2: Of all the moves that they made, I actually wrote an article about it on MLive. I gave the moves um, a C-minus, the overall picture. I I felt that for Burks. And Bogdanovich, you're you're only going to be able to get so much because to your point, it's not only the fact that um, Bogey's getting up there in age; Bogey's coming off of some leg injuries, and him being him being on the, on the other side of thirty and having leg injuries, I believe that value was just going to start to dip a little bit more. And you actually heard Troy Weaver say during the press conference a week ago, and it was a shocking admission to me that he said they they they. Could have had more for those pair at last year's deadline, so I think that was a, a missed up there. But with the way that Bogey's aging, Burks is having a little bit of a down year. It's kind of one of those get what you can get type deals, and they were able to get a get a guy in Fournier yeah, who hasn't hasn't really been playing. Well, he hasn't really. Yeah, he's only up until he got here. He only played three games this season. They got a guy who's. They've been targeting for a while, according to him, that can provide some three-point shooting. Quentin Grimes is a sneaky good asset. I'm just curious on how they plan to use him once he finally gets out there for them. And the Fontecchio one, um, I know we didn't really get to totally that one, but the Fontecchio one, I think that's going to be the sneaky good one because we're talking about what they're going to be moving forward. This guy is kind of like they have him on a deal next year but it's going to be really minimal. I think they're going to try to get him into a longer deal, but it's real, a real minimum deal as far as like how much you would have to pay him. And if he can come out there and get you like about 12, 15 points a night as a starter off the bench, that would be a solid move. So I think the deals that they made in totality, they were good. They were they were they were solid. You got Shake Milton. I wonder what they're going to do with him moving forward. But then you also got a guy like Troy Brown Jr. has been a couple of places, and he's also proven that he can be a solid uh, 3 and D wing off the bench. So, Overall, it's they—they they got some, they got three good pieces, but the the overall trade package of I it, mean, it was like it was mess.
1: Yeah, it, uh, in uh, the, the Fontecchio one is the one that, uh, that jumped off the page to me because it's like, okay, here's a guy that they can envision who is younger than Bogey, a little bit longer, a little bit more yep. athletic, can defend a little bit better, doesn't maybe shoot it as well or create off the dribble as well as Bogey, but it's, it's a guy that can get there. And he still, even though he's played 11 professional seasons overseas before coming to the NBA... He's a guy that can make an immediate impact and and really a threat. he can put it on the deck a little bit too. He could, he could take it to the rack from time to time and and get up. So that one for me is like, okay, there's the guy that you're going to put in with the core four. now, Corey, how do we get Monty Williams to play that core four 30 minutes a night? Why are we, why, what in the CYO is happening here with the playing time? And why does everybody have to get at least 12 minutes a game? What is going on with this rotation?
2: I just assume that with the way their record is, they're just trying to try people out and see what they have, you know, moving forward. I guess you can say it's like a tryout at this point, but I honestly don't know because you would, to to, to your point, you think that they would just have an established set five and just roll out with that and not, and then, you know, have their set, you know, benches. I would say like maybe go like, at most, nine deep. Probably, I think 10 could be pushing it, but the way they're just giving everybody a little bit of minutes, it just doesn't make sense. I think you need to go ahead and just solidify, show up their rotation just a little bit more and just see what you have because some of those, they already know some of those guys are not going to come back.
1: And for me, Corey Woods, the, the before this most recent Suns, Lakers, Clippers, which that's that's what we expect. Like even if this team was playing really good basketball, if you lost those three games in a row, like we get it. You get the claw and Paul George and Russell Westbrook, and then you get LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I'm sure some people have heard of them. And then you run into Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, which luckily for us, Devin Booker only played five minutes in the game because NBA refs have gone completely overboard. You should have probably won that game. But before that, they were four and four over the stretch of an eight game span. And I think And I still do feel pretty good about, I know this is weird, but I feel good about watching Pistons basketball if they would, like you said, just shore up that rotation, give us some structure here, because I think everybody plays a little bit better when their roles are defined and they know exactly kind of what to expect on a night-to-night basis. Like, I am excited to watch Pistons basketball. Maybe I'm a weirdo, but at least that is kind of where I'm at. They probably won't set the record for futility here as they already have 8 wins. They only need two more to not worry about that that 9-win season that is an absolute catastrophe. But what, you know, as we hit the All-Star break, what are you looking forward to the most when they return? What is something that you would tell Pistons fans like, "Hey, here's a reason to go watch."
2: I think the reason to go watch this Pistons team right now is Jaden Ivy, I believe that over these past uh, 20-some-odd games, you're starting to see a guy that is really evolving. At the beginning of the season, there were a lot of question marks on how Monty Williams was using him. Because, I mean, you had Killian Hayes, who has since been waived starting in front of this guy. And you, you saw the talent with Ivy last year. He was on the NBA all second rookie team. So you're wondering how, and now this guy is in back-to-back rising star games for the All-Star Weekend. So you're wondering, how is this guy coming off the bench? And I will give Monty Williams credit in this regard for the benching. He said that he was not going to leave guys out there just to continuously make mistakes. He did, that's not what he believed. He didn't believe you learned just by continuously making mistakes on the floor without getting... I would guess you could say penalized for it, and over which what you've seen in these last 15, 17 games from Ivy, even just over the course of the season, he's now playing better on both ends of the floor. He wasn't as de- he wasn't defensively where Jaden Ivy started to where he is now. Totally different player. His shot selection is different. He's playing as a more composed. Um, he's playing a lot more composed, and also I we. we when they had an organizational meeting with Troy Weaver were are starting to see Ivy with the ball in his hands a lot more being a being a playmaker so I believe he's going to be a guy to watch moving forward because this, granted Cade Cunningham is going to be the, the franchise player he's had some leg injuries and he hasn't really been able to get to his real full self and you're seeing Ivy step up lately and become a on-court go-to guy for this team so fans, I believe he's a guy to kind of look
1: at. Wait, are we going to get a long-form feature piece between Corey Woods and Jade Ivey? Because I would read the hell out of that. I would click that link so fast. Oh, I'd hammer that link from all my devices, Corey. I think that's a great idea. Jaden Ivey, and I say this all the time about him, the first time I saw him play, Purdue was coming to Michigan He's out there on the court and it's like Purdue's got to find a way to get that everybody else the hell out of the way and just let this guy do it because that's a professional player. Like his athleticism is next level. Like Russell Westbrook's sort of like bounce in athleticism, but with more developed shooting. Like that guy, he's got it all. And I just want to see him out there on the court. You mentioned Cade. So let's get to that pairing next. There seems to be a little bit of chatter, uh, from people on the interwebs that want to know. You know, can you have one or does it have to be one or the other or what do you do? And I just, to me, that doesn't make a lot of sense. To me, it's like you have them get on a conference call with Isaiah and Joe D and you have them get on a conference call with Rip Hamilton and Chauncey and just have them talk about it. Like those two can absolutely coexist together, right?
2: Absolutely. I believe they can. I believe just the thing that's going to really need for them to work together is just get more time together. I mean, they haven't. This is good. They haven't really had time together. That was one of the one things before we saw Killian Hayes start. That was the one thing everybody was looking forward to, a healthy Cade Cunningham playing side-by-side with Jaden Ivey because they were robbed of that last season. Cade only played 12 games because he had to get the season in his shin surgery. So, if you get them some real time together with K being healthy, then you'll be able to see whether they can sink or swim as a duo. Right now we're just seeing small sample sizes because there was inconsistency with the rotation. And I believe they can coexist together. I just think it's going to take some time. Um, they both professed at the end of the season meetings last year a desire to want to play together. And you see, even see little moments on the court where Jaden Ivy is going crazy Cade Cunningham is right there being his biggest cheerleader, so there's there's a relationship there between those two that is it's something you can build upon. Just maybe, like you said, maybe they do need to get on the horn with a Joe D and a and a um and, a, and a Isaiah, maybe not Joe D now because he's the president, you know, the president of basketball ops for the whole for the whole league. But maybe they can call, or, or you know, maybe they can kind of on the low call up Chauncey and Rip, you know, figure something out. But I believe they can coexist.
1: He is Corey Woods. You can find him on Twitter at Corey E. Woods. Find his work at M Live. Read him there covering the Pistons and the Lions. Boy, what a drastic change of scenery it is to go from a Lions playoff run to playoff wins. The city's never been crazier and then go right into an eight win. I mean, the fact that the Lions have more wins than the Pistons, I mean, what a what a what a transition for you, my friend. But we appreciate your work and appreciate your time this morning, partner. Thank you.
2: Man, thanks again as always, and uh, much blessing to success to you.
1: Thank you very much. There he is. That's uh, that's Corey Woods, man. Find him on find him on the internet and uh, and read his work. As the Pistons lose three consecutive going into the All Star break, and as I mentioned, even if they had been at five hundred this year, Suns, Lakers, Clippers in a three game span, that ain't gonna be easy. Uh, that is all for us here this morning. Very very busy uh, weekend. We've got the celebrity and rising star games uh, tonight for NBA All Star Weekend. Skills challenge, three point shootout, dunk competition. All of that is tomorrow night, followed by All our sunday which will be a lot of fun as well tonight on the college hardwood our uh, barlow's buddies the ohio bobcats travel to toledo to take out the rockets espnu at nine o'clock for that game and then of course tomorrow the big one eight o'clock on fox michigan michigan state spartans wolverines 8 p.m on fox Uh, watch the game give me a full review of whatever you think evaluate my work and hey at the end of the day we appreciate you joining us today and all week long we will see you monday same time same place right here on x's and bros on the michigan sports network
0: hey michigan let's go big! i'm herman moore lions all pro wide receiver and i'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my uh, good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U and if you're thinking about it you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin help. Now these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com that is theurbanu.com the prepping season is underway and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip that spring break or the summer find out more at the
2: Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on fresh from Meyer family pack chicken drumsticks for 99 cents per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus I can save even more with M perks when I shop in store, online and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meijer pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app.
0: Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also, the Nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com.
2: They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. Enjoy responsibly. And busch Bush, Michelin, Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about
2: what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network.